Hello and welcome to the Conversation Aids podcast, the TCIP. Now brought to you by Hill Rat Productions. Blessed are the geek. Meek. You sure? I don't mind then. Blessed are the meek. Today the conversation is Monty Python's The Life of Brian. Boom. Yeah. Let's get it started then, is it? Yeah, let's do this. Sweet. The bet the Saturday afternoon. Yeah, when it shows up on the screen Saturday afternoon. I don't remember that. I don't, I probably I don't know why it now when, it, when it comes up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why I find it so funny. You don't know what about, do you? I got no idea. Yeah, no, I'm trying to think. Like, it's no, not. It's not, not that big deal. I just, I just, I when I watch it, I just yeah. I've got no time. idea what you're talking about. <laughs> um, which one is it? Uh, Holy Grail with the title cards on that. Yeah, that's one of the funniest things I ever. I wonder how many people bought into it until obviously it gets way too over the top and he's talking about like shooting the moose and yeah. going to uh, Switzerland. Which is your favourite then of, of the four Python films? Um, Holy Grail. Yeah, yeah. I think I, yeah. Just because I've seen it more. Mm. Uh, I used to watch it as a kid in my nan's house. And just I, I feel be on, like... I, I think the more people, most people I talk to, Holy Grail is the first one they've watched. And I think that's because it's the silliest... So I think you can be quite young and watch the Holy Grail and enjoy it. Yeah, I think this one has a bit more. Of this a... is quite more, a bit more satire. So I think you, yeah. you've got to understand religion to sort of get this. There's a lot of there's a lot of stuff I noticed in this I never noticed before because I haven't seen this from for I don't know maybe at least twelve fifteen years. Wow. Do you mean That's, I was a yeah. kid? Like I haven't seen any of the films since I was like seven or eight. That's insane, man. Yeah. I am a big Python fan. Um, my first up was Holy Grail, uh, but then I I just went mad on it. I bought the whole box set, so I watched them all really quick. Yeah, uh, I'm going to be quite left field, and I think, and this is purely as a process over time. I think my favorite is Meaning in Life. You reckon? It, yeah, which is I know it's generally considered the least favorite. But over time, and it was my least favorite. But over time, the more and more I watch it, the more and more I just seem to enjoy it. Yeah, like uh, the different segments, uh, Mister Creosote. I mean, is funny as fuck. Just a waff of in. Uh, I mean, everything is spoofed, Mister Creosote now. Spoofed. Fat guy, yeah. Yeah, the fat guy. The fat guy eating in the restaurant. That's 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 the pretty much the one scene like a segment I can just purely remember from that film. Yeah, I watched that probably twice. You know, like, and then the first one. And now for something completely different. That's not really a film, is it? It's just it's no, just a it's feature more, length version yeah, of the Fine Circus, isn't it? Yeah, and well, some of the sketches are reshot for the film, but it is more or less just a sort of compilation. Yeah. Um, like the death, the, the bit with the Grim Reaper where yeah. he comes and kills them over the salmon moose. That scene is so spot on for me. Like uh, the way they play the Americans is completely accurate the way they play the british is so accurate it's fantastic oh man theme song eric idle what 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 a fantastic musical writer have have you ever seen the rattles no oh shit man you should check out the rattles it's it's like it's like an earlier better version of spinal tap yeah and i really like spinal tap but the rattles is amazing so it's like a they're a spoof of the beatles and it's just a mockumentary of the Beatles, but taking the piss. And obviously Eric Idle wrote it, and he's one of the 
the Beatles. Is he? I'm guessing he's the George Harrison equivalent because he looks exactly like. Uh, him. Yeah, honestly, you should check I keep, out. It's really I, good. I keep forgetting that George Harrison uh, produces some, didn't he? Under his um, yeah production yeah. company, he used to the, say it's lost... the most expensive cinematic he's ever bought. <laughs> Is he? Does he? Is he in this for any? Is he like in any? He's a, yeah. He's in. Uh, I'll point him out. He's in the market. In the market. I thought yeah, he was in when the he's scene. haggling. Do you, do you know when? Um, is he? Oh, yeah. Oh, that bit, man. Um, I thought he was in the bit. Do you know when he jumps in the hole? And that guy's in the hole. Oh, the hermit. Yeah, the hermit. Right. I thought he. Was oh in, yeah, I he might he was, be there. He, yeah, he's, in the crowd. he's one of them. Yeah. Yeah, I thought he was. Anyway. Maybe. That that scene that that starts from the market, doesn't it? Because he follows him. They start following him with the gourd. So maybe he like starts in the market sequence, and he follows yeah. him, yeah. Oh yeah, Eric Idle. I think he's my favourite Python. Yeah. Yeah. Who's yours? Well, I'll go see him, Eric Idle, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, something about his voice. Yeah. He, he, John Cleese kind of I used to like him. I purely think because he's the only one I knew. Yeah. Like, as a kid, you know, he's a recognized one. He's a recognized one, yeah. He's obviously the most famous one. And it's because of his work outside of Python as well, like Faulty Towers. Yeah. I remember from Rat Race when I was a kid. Do you remember that Oh, God. Rat Race, yeah. Seth Green's in that as well, isn't he? Everyone's in that, man. Yeah. Oh, God. I haven't seen that in years. And they're like, I'm sure there's like three or four sequels now. No. Rat Race. No. 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 If there was, I'd know. Oh, God. He's dead now, isn't he? Graham Chapman. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see what he'd be doing. These. Like, I mean, Michael Palin. Who'd have thought Michael Palin would become a documentarian and a world traveler and writer? And because I think uh, Palin's probably the most likable of the Pythons. He, he seems yeah. the most cuddly. Like, I, I want him to be my grandfather. <laughs> I, I, wa- I want fucking Bampy Palin. <clears throat> Bampy Palin. <laughs> as long as it's not John Cleese, because oh, imagine John Cleese shouting at you, man. It'd be scary. <laughs> I can't. I could take it seriously with his voice yeah. and his teeth. Just don't mention the war. Mention the war. Don't mention anything. Don't mention racism. You'll be, you know. Oh man, have, have you ever seen uh, the personal best, the series? Is it, is it? No. It's it's just a compilation of flying circus, but it's each of their personal best. Oh, is it? Um, that's on Netflix. As it's, well, yeah, it's it? on here. Yeah, but each one of them does like a different sort of character or interview or whatever on their episode. John Cleese's one is fantastic. Yeah. So he, he plays, he says he's 98 years old, at which point he, he isn't, obviously. No. Um, And he just plays an absolutely just horrible, outrageous, racist, just the worst yeah, kind of human being ever. 90 at that time, it would have been yeah. in the 1800s, that's when he would have been born. <laughs> like, someone asks him on it, like, uh, what would, like, Graham Chapman think of, of Monty Python now? And he'd go, ah, oh, fuck Graham Chapman, the dirty puff. <laughs> I hope he's turning in his grave, <laughs> and he's just really horrible. Oh, God. Like, it's so funny. <laughs> His cleaner comes out and he goes mad and pushes her in the pool. Uh, the personal best are worth checking out just for each of their own individual like interviews with it. Okay. Eric Idle plays a, a, a guy who invented a sport called uh, bass flipping or bass slapping or something. And he's like describing it in between these clips of him doing flying circus. Yeah. Uh, Eric Idle with the, as the wink wink nudge nudge guy. Oh, yeah. So funny. Oh, the stoning bit now. Uh, this is my mother's favourite. Beard, scene. madam. <laughs> I love how they're all guys playing women, playing guys. guys. Like, it's just genius, isn't it? I think this is where Eric Idle, like you said about his voice, like he, he plays that sleazy sort of 
untrustworthy salesman. Yeah. Like dodgy interviewer role really well. Which is why I think he's good as Rekkar in Transformers. Jehovah! Honestly, my my mother quotes this scene constantly. Because she used to quote it and obviously I never used to know where it was from until I watched this. Yeah. I love how the guy is like, supposed to get stoned and he's like, wait, can't even start yet, what are you doing? <laughs> I haven't, I need to, I wish I had saw this film a bit more um, prior to this, just so. Because it, it, it's very like, you got you kind of have to remember a lot of the jokes to try and do you know what I mean like I was yeah. talking to someone in work yesterday about this and they were like um you know reference and stuff and I was just like yep I've no idea what you're on about oh okay. well yeah yeah um but I do know what they're on about because like, I didn't I didn't see this one as much as Holy Grail and even Holy Grail I can't remember anything anymore because I haven't seen it in so long but then I wa- watched it the other day man and I was like I was howling howling out loud like four in the morning just like crying laughing yeah. I, I i watch them fairly often i've seen them multiple times and like i said i'm a fan of circus um i honestly i i i think life of brian is probably my least favorite yeah. of the python films um but like i said i think meaning of life i adore and particularly certain sketches um holy grail as well it's just on another level just because it's so over the top and yeah. silly well they got the rabbit Oh, the God. rabbiting and Tim, the sorcerer. Tim. So that that was improvised. He generally forgot the line. Yeah, and so obviously he just improvised and made it Tim, uh, which is quite funny. And then yeah, so this is this is last for me. I mean, I never know whether, like you said, to count and now something completely different because, it, like you said, it's, it's more of a best of. Yeah, it's purely because some of this, it's most of it is reshot. So I don't know. So we'll we take that out of the equation. We'll call it three, and yeah, this, trilogy, this is the, still the holy three. trilogy. The holy trilogy, yeah. Because yeah. God's the only character that appears in all three. Is it? Yeah, in animation form. One thing still. I forgot, one thing about this film, actually. Um, I'm going to say it now because I will forget when we get to it. I won't, actually, never mind. But I will say it anyway. Uh, the aliens in this. Oh, it's, it, yeah, it's What's bonk, the f- isn't it? What? I, that's something to do with... That's got to be a Terry Gillum thing, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's his only animation in... Because uh, he didn't in the film, he surprisingly didn't direct this. Because he is known as a director. Yeah. he's done obviously tons of films um, and stuff. But Terry Jones directed this. Yeah, but because the two Terrys directed Holy Grail, Holy Grail. yeah. But Terry Gilliam wasn't that good at it at the time. He was wasn't a great director, which is why he didn't want to do this. He specifically said oh. Terry to do it on his own. I he, thought he. Um, like later on, he said something like, "Oh, if I did it, you, it would have looked more like a film rather than like a like, kind of like a play, like a right. theater play or something." Because it does kind of have um some shots do look like it's a theater play. Yeah, because originally, uh, at this point, John Cleese had left Monty Python. He'd he'd quit. Did he? Because he's yeah, he's not in the third series that much. Um, and he only come back for this, but he wanted to play Brian. And obviously Graham Chapman was the, the better straight actor. Yeah. Uh, and that caused a big whole like argument. Uh, the directing c- caused an argument because I think it caused an argument on Holy Grail because I think Graham Chapman wanted to direct it. But then they decided a thing where only people named Terry could direct it, which is obviously the, the two Terry's. Terry's yeah. Sergeant Terry. Yeah, so th- there's always been like arguments back and forth over who's doing what, who's playing who, and things like that. Yeah. Uh, but I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure... They wanted just the one Terry to direct this because he was better than Terry Gilliam, or they thought 
he was better or he'd work better or whatever reason. Little did, little did they know. Yeah. Because Terry Gillum is a... Oh, yeah, he's done guy. some crackers, isn't he? You did Fear and Loathing, for starters. Yeah. They, that's, they've all done good but projects then again, on their own. then again, he did do absolutely anything. We were so impacted. You watched that? No. And I think Kate Beckinsdale. No, no, I haven't seen like, that. And a talking dog. No, definitely not, no. And <laughs> then, like, it, this is what brings me back to the alien thing as well, then, is a bit in that where, like, the powers that Sarah Pegg gets um, are from these aliens. Right. It's, it's, it's so... You've got to watch it, right? Because it's nuts. Yeah. It makes no sense. It's not that good of a film, I'm not going to lie, but... It, I, he's uh, definitely yeah. got some sort of weird obsession with, like, thinking that, like, aliens control us. Yeah, perhaps. I mean, Terry Gillen is a pretty weird bloke anyway. And if I'm honest, I'm not that big a fan of him. I, I don't no. I don't like his animation style. I mean, it's just not for me. And that's my thing with the series as well. Like, I hate those animation sketches between the sketches because some of them just drag out way too they long. They just take you out of it as well. Yeah, yeah. 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 Same with uh, Holy Grail. I, I, the animated segments in Holy Grail really take me out of it. I but, and like I said, I think some of them are just too stretched out and too long. I think there's one where the monks are walking and like hitting themselves over the head. That could be three, four seconds long. It it doesn't. It just drags it out for ages. Yeah. Yeah. So I I think if I was to take anything out of Python, it would be Terry Gilliam and the whole animation thing. I think he's great in this though as the guard. We've got lumps of it around the back. No. 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 <laughs> Just staring yeah. now. He plays like one of the guards protecting the uh, the guys who are getting crucifixed and he's just really dumb when people talk to him. And then when people leave he's like completely normal again. Yeah. It's really funny. He's like uh ego in um or Igo in Young Frankenstein. Oh yeah. And the names, man, the Roman names, Nautius Maximus. Yeah. Bigger stickers. Bigger stickers. Oh the it's big- so like pathetically juvenile is so funny in it. That I think that's one of the funniest scenes I've ever seen. I remember absolutely just it being in complete tears first time I seen that. Jesus fucking Christ! Like it seems extreme, but it, I mean, it is. It, it, Dude, this it probably film, wasn't this film, that dissimilar. This, this film was banned. Yeah, and I think it still is banned in some places. Oh yeah, it is. That's more to do with the religious thing, though. But I mean, like the goriness by age. I mean, it's so stupid, but it's probably true. I mean, there must yeah. be people cleaning up the Coliseums. They're not just going to leave arms and heads flowing yeah. about, are they? Just get a basket, you know? Yeah. There's a bit of intest in there. This... And I bet some of those people would take a mom to eat cheeky arm for tea. Because I, I, I reckon it looks like George Harrison. He looks like who, sorry? George Harrison. He does, yeah. Like a, like a later George Harrison, maybe like like a 1990s, like, pre, you know, pre-death. Mm-hmm. Pre-death. Death, yeah. Not like not, not like literally like him dying, you know what I mean? So the woman here, right, she was mayor of Pontypridd. She's Welsh. Uh, so Life of Brian was ba- banned in Pontypridd as soon as it came out. And then she became mayor in, I think, 2009, 2000, between that sort of... Yeah. A few years. And then she unbanned the film. Obviously. Yeah. So watch the film. Watch the film I'm in, yeah. It is ironic, though, isn't it? That like you become the mayor of, like, one town that's just completely banned it. I can't hear what they're saying, but I, I can hear yeah, John yeah, Cleese's voice. voice. Yeah. And I, I, like last, I hear Eric Idles as well. That's why I think his voice is, is, it makes him funny. Yeah. 
I don't suppose you watch RuPaul's Drag Race. No. <laughs> Why? What, what, there was what, someone what? in it called uh, Miss Vanjie. Van. Miss Vanjie. Miss Vanjie. Right. Obviously a drag queen. But his voice, oh my God, it's the most like rough masculine voice ever. Yeah. And when he's in drag and and he's speaking, it's so funny. But because his voice is just, yeah, it sounds like a completely different person. It's hilarious, man. Miss Vanjie. Miss Vanjie. She's in Cardiff in November, as it goes. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> it's slightly historically, ac- slightly historically accurate as well. Oh, like yeah. Like the different groups and stuff. I've been on and off with this kind of uh, humour for a while. Like, I think at one point I thought he was a bit too silly. Yeah. And now I realise that it's satirical as fuck and, like, I... Do you know what I mean? I think it's just a stupid little teenager, like. Just, yeah, I, that's like, me. I think Life of Brian is is th- the more thinky of <clears throat> of the three. Of uh, course, you gotta you, know. You gotta know. Yeah, you gotta know your shit. To... Whereas, like I said, if, I think if you're a three year old kid, you're laughing at some of the things in Holy Grail. I don't care what fucking part it is. There's something in that film well, that's gonna funny, make yeah. anyone laugh. Uh, I think one of my my favorite bits in that one is uh, where John, you know, the the Swamp Castle. When yeah. he's getting married, and John Cleese is running towards the guards, yeah. and it takes ages, and it keeps playing the same clip again. Yeah, so it keeps showing him getting closer. The guards like watching, and then he's suddenly really far back again. Yeah, because they just keep <laughs> replaying the same shot. Uh, I think that's hilarious. And then all of a sudden, he's just there. <laughs> like he just, <laughs> guard cuts to him, just stabbing him. Great. So, um, before. When did I watch this? I watched it. What are we today? Sunday. I watched it Thursday. I watched it Monday. So I watched this Monday. Yeah. And Monday was the first time I'd watched any Monty Python film in about maybe 18 months. Um, Because I keep trying to arrange with the, the Dan and Hugh to come down and watch it as the three of us. Um, so yeah, I hadn't watched in about 18 months. Now, last year I started a job and I met this guy there, uh, Sam. Yeah. Uh, so when I started, obviously, with, like, the ASD and things like that, it's sometimes it's a bit hard to fucking talk to people and make friends and whatever. Um, but I ended up sitting next to him in this office job, and he was so nice. He was one of the nicest people I've ever met. Lovely guy. And then, so me and him started bonding over Monty Python. He was a big Monty Python fan. Yeah. Uh, and then I made some other friends, and then, uh, like, Lee and Barry... Barry's uh, in his 40s, got no business being friends with Barry, but this guy's so <laughs> cool. Barry. But we just bonded over like Monty Python because he just loved it. And this other guy, Lee, and he, Lee's uh, Irish and he's got a proper thick Irish accent and he's loud. So we'd be darted around this huge office floor and then all of a sudden you just hear some random Monty Python quote, like shoot out from somewhere. Yeah. Like you might hear You're an Irish fucking accent. Nick me booty. <laughs> yeah, or like this part's completely bereft of life, or just something completely left field, and then you'd know he was one of those three. Um, yeah, and I got friendly with Sam. Then we'd hang out and stuff. And I met his kid. He had this kid who was about, I think he's Jack's age. He must be five. Yeah. Um. Unfortunately, Sam died of an heroin overdose uh, about six months ago now yeah and i hadn't watched these since well before then yeah and when i watched this monday it was like i just completely forgot about the whole monty python thing with him yeah 
And oh man, it just fucking hit me like a bus. I got so emotional. Yeah. Like, I, I, it, it's weird. Because I remember the day I found out, I think it might have been, maybe it was Lee who told me or someone from work had messaged me because I had been off that week and was like, oh, Sam's dead. And it's like, wait, what? What? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you mean that news to anyone, Matt, strange, especially when it's someone who's as, as young as he was, he was only 30. And yeah, it's just so surreal. And then, like I said, I just completely forgot the whole Monty Python thing because me, Barry, and Lee wouldn't do it so much either then because obviously yeah, it was... Subconsciously, isn't it? Yeah, it was that thing of... I don't know, it just completely went for us. And yeah, yeah that, so the first time I watched this was one day since then and it just hit me. It was so weird. And it wasn't even this film we'd quote so much. Like I said, it was more like Holy Grail and... Uh, being in a life, we'd, we'd sing like every sperm is sacred all the time. Every sperm is sacred, yeah. So I can't imagine what it would have been like if it had been Holy Grail or or Meaning in Life. We'd watched and I would have just fucking, oh my god, it would have been mad. Yeah, but it's just completely freaking me out how you can just forget something about someone because you just they're just not there. Yeah, it's weird. Some least stupid stuff in this one that I love, like um, when they're searching the little hut. And he sends like, <laughs> yeah, like 30, 30 guards. guards. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he's on, like, going he's back a, in. A, yeah, yeah. You can see their toes and like arms and stuff like that. It's <laughs> funny shit. Absurd, isn't it? I, I think it's hard to balance just ridiculous, silly, over-the-top comedy with satire like this. Yeah. Have you seen Aeroplane? Yeah, the one Leslie Nielsen. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's just silly. Do you know what I mean? That's just that's ridiculous. Just that's There's, what started like the whole like... Spoof. Well, spoof, spoof, yeah. spoof is. It, it is a, like a yeah, the weird of... silly stuff like the, it's a um it's a Jerry Zucker yeah yeah, yeah. He, he, oh he, he did rat race did he yeah yeah I never knew that yeah he did rat race oh. um oh we gotta do a rat, rat race would be a good one yeah I haven't seen that in do that like, I haven't seen that film since do that in two years do that in two years when it's for the twentieth anniversary yeah okay. the best thing about that it, fucking film man is the, um the fact the Smash Mouth are in it mm. and the fact that, that all star featured in that before it featured in Shrek. Uh, do you know what? I'm a big fan of. Well, I'm pretty I, I sure. Don't know, I don't know what the word is. I would not know if it's fan or hater of like, you know, songs that have got big from a film. Yeah. But they're from another film first. All star is amazing though. Yeah. So like e- even down to themes. So the dragon heart theme, the uh, that theme is in so many other films, and loads of people like here talk about like, oh, have you seen, yeah, that composition from blah blah. blah. And it's like, well, no, it's from Dragon Heart, really. <laughs> Dragonheart, Dragonheart. I never saw that, but I had it on VHS for some reason. It's a good just, film, man. Just never watched it. It's know. good. It's good. <laughs> I haven't been watching films for years, apparently. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, the the amount of films I have not seen that I've like mentioned is is is, yeah. is bad. But like, there's a lot of films I have no, seen weird, that like I feel like I've seen like loads of films yeah, well, and then I'm, people mention it and I'm like what but there's so, so many films out there so many films there's yeah. millions man like I, I, oh, yeah, this is Terry Gilliam's character oh he's the he's the um, he's that guy the, the fucking we got lumps of it round the back I just pictured Terry Gilliam what he looks like now yeah. so I forget that he looks he obviously was like 40 years younger at that point they were like they must have been like 30 odd years like in the th- late 30s you don't mind I've got no older than that I think no they were born like 1941 1942 they're all like 70 60 80 now 
They're still that. They're still that young. I th- mm. you think they'd be like in their late eighties at this point because they do look like. Oh them. man, John Cleese. Michael Palin by here is the guy in Dungeon. Is fucking one of the funniest things ever. Just you typical old man. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter how hard you got it, you had it worse. Yeah. They only, they only just popped me after like five years. They, they finally <laughs> popped me the right way up. Like, yeah. <laughs> and it comes back to him later in the film and you can see him, like, he's been hung upside down from one of the greats. Yeah. So funny. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, like, uh, they're yeah. taking him with the crucifixion. Yeah, he the... says, oh, crucified, is it? Lucky bastards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I've been here five years. Didn't <laughs> have that way up yesterday. <laughs> Actually, I think Shrek came out before Rat Race. Ooh. Very close. Two thousand and one. So we got Shrek is two thousand and one, which I, I knew anyway, but um obviously, obviously. Uh May eighteenth. Right. Rat race, two thousand and one, but then Oh no, it just shows that she was showing the UK date because obviously I don't we count as the first date, so it'd be American. Yeah. Um August seventeenth, two thousand and one. So two films. Which one started production first though? Oh, Probably Shrek because it's animated. Probably something like probably nineteen ninety nine. I think film go, filming began yeah, in Calgary in August two thousand. August two thousand, right? Yeah, that's the US Shrek thing. I think we should go from days production, like filming started. What do you mean? Yeah, filming started. Yeah, production. Yeah, because obviously yeah, we didn't know they were going to all start. Like, because that's obviously just a, like an intro track in Rat Race. Smash Mouth are in the film. Man, Smash Mouth so they... are making some absolute bunts from royalties. Oh, yeah, they don't give a Fuck. Sh- Fuck. Like... That sweet, sweet royalty bunts. Oh, yeah. Hands down, man. We were on tour, right? And Jared made a fucking playlist. Um, like, you know, like a little compilation album mm. for us to listen to and stuff like that. Let me tell you, it was full of some all-star tracks, mind. Yeah. And by that, I mean every track was all-star. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was it's like track one. Oh, that's good. Yeah, we, but like a bit of all-star, you know. The memes were still quite heavy at that time. Do you know what I mean? I, I, um, yeah. And then he's like, oh, next track is even better. It comes in somebody. <laughs> oh, was, it would have been funny if you'd oh. done different versions of it, like people's different yeah, covers. Yeah, obviously the ones where they just like, um, it's just out of tune and like, oh, out of time and... There's so many, man. It's unbelievable. All right, um, back to Shrek, obviously. Yeah. Not back to Monty Python yet. That can wait. So, look, when Shrek... <laughs> we can determine who is the true all-star. I think we care too much. We care too much about Shrek. Yeah. Um, hey, you say that, though. Everything, every week we have said something, it's been a trending topic next week. Right. Let's get, let's yeah. get this let's trending. Rat race so ripping off right. Shrek. Or um, vice versa. Nicholas Cage... Oh, here we go. You know when Nicolas Cage's name is mentioned, it's going to be a banger. Was initially offered the role of Shrek. But he turned it down because he did not want to look like an ogre. <laughs> Fuck's sake. I, I think he'd be a better I, Lord Farquaad. He would, yeah. Well, he'd be a better know, villain. Yeah. I imagine him just going full Nicolas Cage on Farquaad. Um, and then Chris Farley, obviously. Mm. Rest in peace. That would have made more sense, though. Chris Farley. He, you know. Anyway, let's get to the animation. Uh, Shit. Um, well, what do we know about like actual production start or like an animation start? Because obviously, there's loads of different dates here. See, animation start. I think that that's the equivalent of filming start. Right? What well, is said that test was finally screened in May 1997. They didn't like it, so that doesn't count. 
Well, I mean, I do think we care too much. We do care too much. <laughs> I think pe- the people should know. The people, the should, people know. should know. Yeah, they do, they do, they do I want people to know that All Star came from Rat yeah. Race, not Shrek, because Smash Mouth are in it, right? And I will argue this to my death, right? We definitely care too much about Shrek and Rat Race, but you know, absolutely. Right, this, uh, right, yeah. So apparently, uh, animation started on Shrek in 1996, and it took them four years to complete. Uh, in fact, they started production on Shrek two during Shrek one. No way. Yeah. Fair play. And Donkey was modelled after a real donkey in California. What's Donkey's name though? So I assume. Shrek was probably first. Yeah, but I like, mean, but then you can imagine they probably only started thinking about you like editing the film, like like you know adding the soundtrack and the voice acting. That's yeah. what you should go by because oh, I don't know, tough one, tough one. Let's just call it a draw. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, that's the that's replacing Bang or Shrek this week. Yeah, weird facts you didn't need to know, but we will tell you anyway. Uh, yeah, that we, we, short we that brought up ourselves and just <laughs> no, no, no correlation to Monty Python. I don't think. Where did we get this from? Ah, hmm. oh, Rat Race rat came race, from Airplane. Yeah. Airplane, yeah, came director. from Monty Python. Yeah, yeah I, I think go. Track maybe first. Then I mean, it's probably got to be in a film before that, surely. Most of this is just going to be surely. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> N- rename this episode. The conversation is All Star by Smash Mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit me this is what people like though people don't actually care about what you watch and they just want to the ramblings like do you know what I mean right what you usage in media well it was it was released in 1999 in May it does list rat, rat race before Shrek oh I on listen to this in Mystery Men all stars yeah, play doing a yeah. scene in which the t- uh, t- uh, superhero team holds audition to recruit new members but this rat race, rat race first year. I mean, the only way to find out was to contact Smash Mouth and find out who approached them first. Yeah, all right, we have to do it. That's our mission. That's that's what we're doing on Twitter. Anyone who listens to the podcast, well, like asked, tweet, tweet, tweet Smash Mouth and ask them where yeah, did they get who was asked? first, Rat Race or Shrek. We need to know. And they're gonna turn on say mystery mystery team or whatever yeah. it's called. Mystery Man, nineteen ninety nine American. Yeah, but they said it was in the trailer. Was it a trailer? I think it only counts if it's it, like. By the sounds of it, that, that it it sounds like it's just a, a background song that just happens to be playing in in a scene rather than like uh, the crux of the scene. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because obviously they're in Rat Race. Yeah. Why are we talking about this anymore? Oh, like, fuck honestly, man. fuck it. Like we're on the alien scene now in Rapper Brian. Let's just get onto that and how yeah, weird and stupid scene it makes is. No sense. Makes anyway. no sense. No, it doesn't. Like when I watched this, I forgot it was in there, and I just got like really confused. Like mm. why? What? Like, there's no need. No. I mean, they were struggling for budget. They definitely didn't need to add that in. No. I mean, there are some funny bits of just coming out and going like, yeah. you lucky bastard. <laughs> I love how everyone's like English sounding in Proper this as well. British, yeah. They're all from fucking Jerusalem. Like, uh, I don't know. I really wish he just fell to his death instead. <laughs> <laughs> End of the movie. That's Terry Gilliam as well. Oh, yeah, you can tell. Because he's batshit crazy. That's not acting. That's just him. Like you won't let me direct. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm gonna direct this seats. then. This motherfucker. Oh, apparently there was um, they had uh, an idea for the plot. Like 
where a sketch where Jesus' cross has fallen apart because of the idiotic carpenters who built it, and he angrily tells them how to that do it correctly. How to do it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's great. Um, I, I, I I went to the cinema to watch um, Monty Python, Almost the Truth, which is like a six-hour documentary. So I don't think there's probably a lot that's going to shock me because I didn't know that's what it was when I went and I ended up just watching this long-ass documentary about Monty Python. Yeah. I thought it was going to be... I thought it it was advertised as like an update of... And now something completely different where it was just going to be like a compilation of their best bits. Yeah. And it wasn't. It was just a huge-ass documentary. It's really long. It was yeah. th- the most painful cinematic experience I've ever had in my life. Was it? Oh, yeah. It was a right struggle. What's it called? Uh, Monty Python, Almost the Truth. It's in six so parts. It's six, Dude, episodes, six, six episodes. 360 minutes. So how long is that? Oh, so you watch that one sitting? It was just all one thing. Yeah, it was <laughs> an episode to me. It was just one thing. That's, that sounds quite good. Uh, Don't get me wrong. It, it would have been good if I... I'd, like I was like, right, I'm going to be sitting here for a long ass time. But like I said, I thought it was advertised as a, a new sort of compilation thing, and it yeah. just wasn't that at all. So what's what's that? Was it interesting enough though? Do you? Oh yeah, it was it... really interesting. Like I said, I mean, there's not it's just six hours. And so they're they're, all, they're in it there as well. Like in yeah, they're all in it. Well, obviously, uh, apart from Green Chapman, you know. Cause... Yeah, I mean, they use archive footage. Um, yeah. but at least completely come out. Like when you're dead, you're gone. Yeah. Like you're completely taken out. Um, that's what it is in Monty Python life. Yeah, like I said, it was interesting, and I, I mean, that's mean I know way too much about Monty Python now by accident. Mm-hmm. It, I, I, I could watch it in parts. I could absolutely watch it in parts, but it was such a fucking ball ache. Yeah. And I took my friend Jamie with me as well, and we were just like, oh, this isn't what we thought it was going to be. <laughs> you were just sitting in the cinema for like seven hours, like, yeah, uh, when no, was uh, it? Yeah. <laughs> like, at first, we thought, like, oh, first half hour, ten minutes, maybe it's just a little yeah. add-on. To add a little bit of spice in it, went and then about two hours, we're like, oh, "Is this gonna <laughs> like pick up or what?" Uh, but because no, we're still on their birth. <laughs> and I only stayed out of stubbornness because I'd paid for the ticket. I was like, "I'm not." I'm not sure, was it? Yeah. Um. Oh, this was back when it wasn't too bad. I think it might have been about five pound. So five twenty. It's, been, it's the same now, mind five pound. Is now. it? Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. five pound now. Yeah, so it was about five pound twenty. We, we, had a, we had a weird bit where we we had to use Orange Wednesdays at one point. Yeah, I and think then, that's why we went. I think we went on Orange Wednesdays. That that's been it was, it was yeah. ages ago. Like, it's so like it's EE now, obviously. Mm-hmm. So, um, I know this is nothing to Monty Python, right? But it'd be funny. Someone from work just messaged me and says, "The incinerator bloke is back." The incinerator bloke. Yeah, there's a guy who came into work once and brought an incinerator in. <laughs> Right now, you can't just drop the incinerator guy's back without that backstory because that just makes no sense. Well, I'll tell you what. Please continue. Right. <laughs> so I have a backstory. Let me find this on my Twitter. The incinerator I, man. As, as if anyone uh, yeah. from my work knows, right? I tweet. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Definitely I tweet, follow Charlie I tweet, on Twitter. Yeah, so his bar yeah. stories are uh, fucking hilarious. They're so funny. So when a customer pisses me off, which is more likely All one in time, four, one in four people. And that and you work in a very busy bar. Very be busy bar. It's like, oh, it's a pub. Well, pub, yeah. But you know, we get we get we get some ass hats. You know, uh, that's not the right way. They're they're worse than that. But uh, and you're quite close to the courts as well. So, yeah, <laughs> we get everyone. And um, there we go. All right, I found the infamous incinerator. Man. Yeah, this that this needs more explanation. Interior, the west one, <laughs> night. A man walks in with an incinerator. 
Jamie. What? No, but, oh, hold on now. What do you mean? Like an incinerator, like a fucking a steel incinerator, like a wood burner type thing? Yeah. Or how is he even carrying that? That must weigh surely, or is it like a a small? No, one? I was the size of a bigger, like a big bin. You know, like the the, the, you know, the proper burners, like a yeah. dust type bit. Yeah. How the fuck is he? Why? Oh man, I got so many. Right, questions. so I, carry I, on, I got yeah, some backstory on. for this guy. Right, he used to come in and just order americano, right, and then sometimes you last for just a cup of hot water. Right, <laughs> don't get me wrong. I'm sorry. Anyone who goes into a pub, a bar, anything for a coffee is weird. That's weird yeah. to me. Go to like, Costa, mate. I mean, go to a coffee one or yeah, Starbucks. go to a regular cafe. Do you mean that's weird to go to? Marks and Spencer. Yeah, uh, that's strange. That's strange enough. And hot water. What the fuck, man? What's he doing with that? Yeah, I know. Ah, uh, carry on. I got so right. many questions, but I'll let you finish. A man walks in with an incinerator. Jamie, I'm sorry, Jamie? but you can't bring that in here. No, he's all right, all right, okay, right. Yeah. Uh, the man says, "Why not? It's just an incinerator." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jamie, um, because it's an incinerator, <laughs> man, fine. The man leaves um, with the incinerator. What, what is this? And then this? about five minutes later, he comes back. The man, can I get a coffee? This, I'm saving at this point now. It's been a while. Oh, my God. This yeah, sure. Latte, cappuccino, all that shit. Man, Americano, please. Can I also get a cup of hot water? Why? Mm, what sure. doing right? with it? I make a coffee, hand it to him, the man walks outside. After a short while, he comes back, coffee in hand, slams in on the table. He walks back outside, and he comes back in with the incinerator. <laughs> me, this is me now, I'm sorry you can't bring that in yet. <laughs> man, why not? Uh, because it's an incinerator. Hold on, hold on. Had he, uh, was it Jamie or James? Jamie? Jamie. Had Jamie told you between this that... A guy just tried to come in with an incinerator. I was at the back cleaning something, right? right? So, like, he was like, dude, someone just came in with an incinerator. Right, I'm like, okay, hold was... the fuck up. What? And he's like, oh, it's, <laughs> yeah. that, it's that guy with the, the hot water. I'm like, oh, okay, obviously. <laughs> obviously, it's this guy. <laughs> Makes sense. Because um, it would have been funnier if he, if he hadn't, like, seen you and said to you, and you were just like, what? <laughs> uh, but anyway, carry on. So this is insane. My guy says, "Well, what if I came in with a?" And then Jamie cuts off and says, "A bin." I would say no to that as well because that's just well weird, isn't it? <laughs> right? Comes in with a bin. The man starts to get pretty frustrated. Oh, I'll just finish my coffee and leave then. Yeah. Okay. Please. The man walks into the toilet. <laughs> oh, there's a lot, man. Jesus Christ. Ah, fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the threads are fucking better. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> it means long... it's not just a weird moment in someone's life. It means the person is fucking. This, this is a this is a film in a scene. It's got to be right. Ah. After a short while, he comes back. Is it your rules or the manager's rules? Uh, Sorry. Is it your rules or the manager's? <laughs> Jamie says, "I don't think it matters if you try and bring in a scenario. Where's the common sense? Your common sense? <laughs> what?" <laughs> The man now furious. Do you think I'm stupid? Jamie says, I don't think I'm qualified to judge. (laughs) (laughs) At this point, I'm kind of in the back, like, (laughs) what the fuck? Um, But I'm loving any second because I'm I'm on my phone just looking at him, going, like, this is fucking pure comedy gold. Live tweeting. Live tweeting. I was live tweeting. Oh, man, Um, that's fucking amazing. The man says, Well, what are you qualified for? Jamie (laughs) says, Well, I've got a degree. Man says, a degree in what? Making coffee? Ho, ho, ho. Uh, the man, <laughs> the man, right, no, the man, 
<laughs> Health and safety Incinerate. in the workplace. Uh, the man comes back. No, the man walks out, sorry, obviously. Comes back. Um, man says, you're so disrespectful, you're just appointment to the family. <laughs> what? <laughs> and then uh. he says, you're doing the family proud. Jimmy says, all right, mate. Man, pointing to cup and saucer. You've got to wash that up now, don't you? Jimmy says, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I'll just chuck it in the incinerator in back. Yeah. <laughs> man leaves for good then. What? And that is an actual thing. I'm just tweeting it live. How long? Like, so how long was like? Is this over? Like half hour, two hours? What are we talking? Fifteen minutes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Fifteen minutes. Why doing What's this? Doing? Right? He's arguing while serving someone else at the same time, and I'm we're just serving people while he's just shouting at us while showing the truth. Really. Yeah. No. Surely people were just like staring at him at this point. Oh yeah, no. And I it, mean, this was a busy night, mind. I, this wasn't I, just a random like. I got so many afternoon. questions, but I just can't. I don't. I, I don't think I could comprehend the answers, even if you had them. I know. Fuck, man. I like the idea of him sitting in, in the toilet, taking a shit, stewing over the fact that he's like, oh, who's d- made d- this rule? Is it the manager? Like, ah, oh, that's insane. That's insane. <laughs> that's uh, man. That's one of the funniest. Bastards oh, I've ever even heard. more backstory. The guy he opened the incinerator top. <laughs> we were like, oh, boys, fucking calm down now, calm down. He had all this stuff in there. But what what stuff? This is stuff. His inventory. His <laughs> inventory. <laughs> <laughs> what, like a fucking Skyrim character? Yeah. The like, like, no, I need specific. <laughs> like, you can't just drop stuff. What do you mean? Like a fucking. I don't know. Do you have like a dildo in there? No, or well, fucking. I don't know, maybe. Uh, Pakistan axe, what are we talking? <laughs> just coal? Eat. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> one single bit of wood. Yeah, that's what I mean. I got so what, many what, questions. One of those little, just... um, little bit of wood from like a park. You know, those little... <laughs> like chippings. Chippings, yeah. Just like, I just got this from the... I collect them from different parts across <laughs> the country. Like, I travel my incinerator and then once that's I've completed my task, <laughs> I burn it. Oh, fuck. Ah. <laughs> uh... Yeah, stuff like his jacket. You had a book in there. <laughs> um, a book. My incinerator and me. A I think story it... by... <laughs> Pub man or whatever his name is. <laughs> Incinerator man, yeah. It's, it's his screenplay he's been trying to... It's like, uh, what's that film? My Cat Bob? But the tramp... Street Cat fi- named Bob. That's it, yeah. The tramp finds the cat. Yeah. That's this guy. He's a tramp and he's found his incinerator, incinerator and, and he's, he's like, like his best buddy now. Yeah, my best friend by Queen plays. And he, he's just yeah. like... And that's, that's like that's a little freeze frame kicks and the, kicks his feet in the air. <laughs> and Holden's like, yeah! Oh, man. That's what the book is. That's his. Uh, that's, that's his book. His, yeah. yeah, he's right. It's just, he's trying to flip it to different editors. Just no one's taking around. No one's taking on. He's like, but no one, no one will let the incinerator inside the building, so he can't get the book in the building to pitch it. <laughs> that's his problem. <laughs> I could just take the book with me when he goes but in. But my inven- my incinerator is my best friend. I need it. <laughs> Fuck. He was like, just incinerate the book, mate. <laughs> maybe that is. The, like, maybe that's the plan. That's a problem, man. Yeah. I got so many questions, and I just don't think this man could answer them. No, like, there's a, a, a few people, but this is the most in-depth character I've experienced in real life. Like, that's mad. Yeah, we get some, we get some like weird people in work. It's unbelievable, but yeah, this guy I've is... never had anything like that. Clo- closest thing I've sort of come to that was um, I was selling uh, car insurance, and. Uh, there's a system on it. Basically, when you go through a quote, if if you've had a car crash and and you don't tell us when you're doing your insurance, it comes up. It'll say right, 
they had a crash in 2016, this is what happened, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Um, and if you tell us, obviously, we add it on, it does up the price. If, if you don't tell them, they add it on, but it goes up more again because they add what, what they call liar's tax, yeah. so to speak, because you lied and tried to get away with it to get a bit extra off them. Uh, and I was teaming with this guy once, he was doing a, a multi-car thing, and it was coming in really cheap for him. It was coming in like £600 for four cars. He was chuffed. And you can normally tell, you, you, you when someone's really excited about their price, like over the top, you know something's up. Yeah. Uh, so I'm dealing with this guy now, and I get right through to the end. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, we get ready to pay for it. And then, boom, I click on the next page. This thing goes insane. I've never seen it go so mad in its life with, like, things he's done. So it's just all this mad list of things. I go out and he's like, right. I list them off to him. He denies every single one of them. Um, and on our system, it tells you what it is, like, quite in detail. Uh, one of them was for, like, jackknife in a caravan. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, it gets better. So, like I said, he denies them. There's about six six things on this page. He denies all of them. And it gives you, like, a colour. So green is, like, if you've bumped your fucking wing mirror off. Do you mean that's that's not so bad? Do you mean? Yeah. So it goes like green, amber, red. All of his were red. Uh, so you can't deny it. Deny it. So the, thing, the protocol then is you phone the other insurance companies to obviously cross-check it. Yeah. So I phoned his last insurance company. I literally, I didn't, I mentioned the guy's name. Now, I didn't mention his policy number, nothing. This guy on the claims line knew him straight away. I like I that's insane alone. I mean how many customers must be insured with that company? Millions, surely. Yeah. He knew this customer by name and he was like, ah, oh, yeah, just don't even go there. Confirmed everything, whatever. So I call the guy back now, just because I <laughs> I'm quite like that anyway. I wanted to let him know that we knew he was lying. So we did, and he kicked off, right? And so the worst thing on his record was um, assault with a, a dangerous weapon, which is obviously a vehicle, which means he ran over someone. He had was drink driving and ran over a three-year-old child. Like I said, the records we have go into quite detail because we obviously insurance what? companies want to know that stuff, and that's what. So it had the thing, and then when saying like what the charge was obviously like at the top with a dangerous weapon and then when you click into it it gives you all the details i won't go into specifics because it's a thing but mm. he'd run over a three-year-old child yeah i think that's like the worst customer i've had to deal with but he you didn't f- have a leg well, to stand on you, I mean, come on man you fucking trump me there well in terms of horror wise yeah i mean like mine's knowing mine's not funny in the slightest no no it's just horrific yeah <laughs> I don't think I've ever had a funny customer. I've only ever had, like, horrible ones. Only, but I, get some, I just get the idea, so, doesn't I? Do you know what I mean? I just realised everyone has seen the mayor upon to breathe his bush. Oh, shit, yeah. Huh. Do you think this is probably the most quoted Monty Python bit? No. No? What do you think it is? Actually, no. What what, what are you referring to? You're referring to I mean, he's, he's not the fire. Messiah. He's yeah. just a naughty boy. Yeah. yeah, no, actually, yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about something else. Then. I don't no, know why I didn't, I didn't clock into it then. Yeah. I don't think it was that. It, oh, yeah. Fair, we went yeah. on the exact moment when I, I said it. I was talking to him work yesterday about um, 
uh, but there's some, they were like, instantly Straight all like, said that, and yeah. I was like, oh, fuck, fair play, yeah. I just think of, you being fucking Nick New Beauty. Um, just, I don't know why, but, oh, it's just, it's just, it's just the way he says it. Mm. I don't know why it should get to me. This is, this is actually not like this, isn't it? You guess fucking Yeah. Very short film as well, like hour and a half. Yeah. That's, that's, that's my sweet spot for a film. I love a good hour It is good, film. yeah. Oh, you like Punch Truck Love then? Yeah, I still haven't got around to watch it because I, I, I've downloaded. I are you a got, fan of Adam Sandler um, though? Are you a big Adam? Do you, are you, are you, you just don't have it. Oh, you, you, I've got no. I'm pretty sure we spoke about it because you said you liked Big Daddy, didn't you? And yeah, I, Adam Sandler. Honestly, I think I, I would generally consider uh, Wedding Singer and Fifty First Dates as two of my favorite fil- films. Not just two of my my two favorite Adam Sandler films, but yeah. two of my favorite films. I love them. Uh, that's more to do with Drew Barrymore. But I do like all of Adam Sandler, like his back catalogue, like his older films, like from like Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison, like that sort of era. Yeah. Um, and like I said, Wedding Singer, I absolutely love it. Fifty First Dates, I love it. But that's more Drew Barrymore. Um, no, yeah, I can, I can watch it with Adam Sandler in this scenario. It's good. It's funny because Paul Thomas Anderson was yeah. like, "Oh, I want to do a film with Adam Sandler," and then was just yeah. like, "Excuse me, you just did Magnolia." You just did the masterpiece that is Magnolia, which is something you got to watch as well. You just got to watch what it's filmed, honestly. Yeah, like, and plug it I, in. He's, I, like, he's my favorite director of all time. Yeah, I uh, I downloaded Boogie Nights off iTunes. Uh, I think I think it was must have been Sunday when you left, maybe, mm-hmm. with the full intention to watch it. I didn't because I got, I can't remember why. Um, I thought yes, five so years around to it. I thought you. I just watch his films in order of release. Yeah, it's gonna. There's no yeah. there's no order, but. Hard Eight is on I, Netflix. Like I said, I, I've seen uh, There Will Be Blood. Um, yeah. Obviously seen it not knowing it's him. Yeah, but you, I think you should watch it again as well in that. Yeah, like, no, I will. Yeah, because like, like said, I'll, I'll pick out like, his fingerprint on things as well then. Oh, wow, I think um, Magnolia is 20 years old this year. You may have to do that one. That's a good, that's a, that's a slog though. I'm, bear in mind, it is yeah. three hours long. I can do a slog. But it's, a, it's, on, it's a really great a ensemble film, man. It's amazing. There's it, the ending's a bit iffy, but, uh, you know. So, Mr. Pitson. Yeah. What have we been watching this week? What have we been doing? What have we, been, what have we seen? What have we seen? Um, I watched Life of Brian. Yeah. Um, twice. 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 That's three um, times for me. Well, this will be the third. Well, obviously, we, uh, I watched Transformers with you on Sunday. Um, um, Boyhood. I watched that on Monday. Yeah. Seen that? Um, Which I'll link later. No, I haven't. Do you know what it is? I. It's the one they shot uh, over twelve years. Yeah, and, and the kids grow. Yeah, 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 no, yeah. Should yeah. watch her. Put on your list. Really good film. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll check. Two it hours out. forty-five minutes long, but you know, it's great. Really good ending as well. Hmm. Like he smashed it there. Fair play. Probably my favorite link later film at this point now. I watched. Uh, what did I watch? I watched the new Aladdin. Did you? Yeah. Um, it's a slow starter. Like the first maybe 20, 20 minutes, half hour. I was kind of like, ooh, this isn't mm. great. Uh, but once Will Smith comes into it, it really picks up. I really he enjoyed good? it. He's good, yeah. He, I mean, he's not Robin Williams because he doesn't steal jokes. <laughs> <laughs> But in fairness, he does steal jokes off Robin Williams in this. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, wow. 
That's how you do a callback. That's how you do a callback. That's two weeks ago as well. Yeah. Amazing. Um, no, yeah, he is. He's really good. And like I said, the film really picks up once he comes into it. Um, the guy who plays Aladdin hasn't got the best voice. I think he's the weakest voice in it. Yeah. Uh, the girl who plays Jasmine <clears throat> is phenomenal. They had a, had a song in for her. Uh, I, I don't know what it's called, but it's about her not being silent, being able to speak and whatever. And it's phenomenal. She absolutely nails it. Yeah. Uh, she's also the Pink Ranger in the newest Power Rangers film. Oh, sick. Um, yeah, it's good. I enjoyed it. Yeah? Uh, yeah, it's definitely worth watching. Just get past that first 20 minutes and then it's good. CGI on the monkey isn't great, though. No. Oh, no. That's 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 a weak point for me. And what else have I been watching? I've been watching... I've started watching properly now, Always Sunny. Yeah. And I'm really enjoying it. I love good, it. Yeah. I, like I, said, I, I enjoyed what I did watch of it, but I just watched it so broken up. Like, I'd watch two episodes a year, leave it for, like, three weeks, and then watch one episode, and do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh but this, this, I've actually sat, sat sat and watched consistently now, like a couple of episodes in a row, and yeah, I actually love it. Um, I'm about halfway through series three at the minute. Yeah. And I think my favorite episode so far, Dumpster Baby. Dumpster Baby. That's so funny. Um yeah. The one where he takes acid at the football thing, the gang gets yeah. invincible. Uh, what's the other one? Um, oh, the one where they get a new dad. Yeah, That's Bruce so Mathers. Funny. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Just... I, those are my like top three at the minute. Oh, when he when he walks up, trying like beat him up, and then he ends up walking, and then Charlie <laughs> leaves and he <laughs> just takes like... a picture of him. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. Oh, um, oh, you got so many good episodes to come, man. Oh, Honestly, I can't wait. Like, yeah, it gets nuts. Oh, I can imagine. It's like nuts now. It's, no, I mean like the first season is like okay, they're a bit stupid, like. And dickish. The McBoyles. Oh my god. McBoyles. It's <laughs> so funny. Because mm. uh, you I, will call her. I I don't know which one's which, but the blonde one. Liam is blonde, and then the other one is. He's uh, in Westworld as well. Yeah, he's and he's, he's a, very like. He's in House of Cards as well. I think I am watched House of Cards. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't think I will now. Come back. Come back. Make me feel spacey. That is. Yeah. But, <laughs> As soon as he came into it, I was like, oh, it's uh, William from Westworld, because I love Westworld. Do you yeah. watch Westworld? No. Oh, man. Westworld is amazing. I lo- It's genius. I think it's genius. And they, I, I like things where they do stuff outside of, like, just the show. Yeah. So, like, in the show, it's very subtle. Like, all the clues to what's going on are really well hidden in the background. Mm-hmm. But also, if you go on their like website, it's like an ARG. So they got a website that's Westworld as if it exists. Okay. And like you can book in as a guest for a stay, and you can like hack the website, and there's like different clues to different things. It's amazing. It's really good. And he's very serious in it. He's yeah. He's the bad guy essentially. That's a spoiler, but fuck it. If you haven't watched Westworld by now, you're yeah, probably not going to watch now, it. Yeah, season three trailers come up not that <coughs> long ago. Oh, is that yeah. season two when did it come out? Uh, well, that came out last year, I think about this time last year. Um, oh, well. Yeah. Yeah, the trailer for series. I'm guessing he's, the main, guy, he's uh, the main villain in the first season then. No, he's actually the good guy. It's it's really hard to explain because of the, the, the way the story structure is. Yeah. 
Um, I'll give that a watch, actually. It does look I, interesting. It's amazing, man. It's so good. Like I said, that's a spoiler that you, you don't have to be a bad guy, but still. Yeah, okay. he's a pile of heart, isn't he? Um, I, I, do you know what? As soon as you come into it, it took me out of here for a little bit. I was like, oh, West But have you, seen, have, you seen the, the one, then, have you seen the one when they take him hostage? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. he's like, I think uh, he's like, yeah. oh, he stabs him, he stabs him in the back. With the, um, no, that's where they do the bar. Yeah, so I mean, they take him hostage, didn't they? Oh, he stabs his brother in the arm. Yeah, no, yeah. I think of when he st- stabs Charlie in the back with a fork. Oh, no. Uh, when they do the bar and they argue over th- <coughs> uh, freedom and Charlie yeah. becomes like a protester. Yeah. And the other guy's like, oh, anything goes in the bar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Frank gets those like Vietnamese, Vietnamese people in gambling. Yeah. And the McBoyles come and they end up stabbing Charlie in the back <laughs> with a fork. <laughs> but yeah, I couldn't, I, like I said, it took me out of it for a second because obviously Westworld. But then almost like instantly I was brought back in because I just thought he was so funny. Yeah. I just completely forgot. Because he, he's, he's got a very distinctive look. Yeah. Like you recognise him yeah. as soon as you see him. But no, yeah. I think if I watched Westworld now, I'd just see him as my boy. And I'm worried <laughs> I might ruin Westworld for me. Oh, dude. Keep watching. Keep watching. That show just gets oh. nuts. Like, yeah. the new season's coming out soon as well. So if you can try and <sighs> catch up with it by then. Yeah. Oh, I definitely. I mean, you're on season on three. It. you got another 10 seasons to go. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but like they're it's not long. They, it's not long episodes. Hey, who's your favorite yeah. character then? Oh, Frank by far, and yeah. I really love Charlie. And I those like those are my favorite ones. My top three of all the ones where they're paired together. Yeah, like I'm not, I'm not so fussed on when he's paired with other people. I just love that their chemistry. Charlie and Frank is so funny. But I know a guy that's exactly like Frank. Yeah, uh, Gary. Oh my god, and I I watched. Uh, the other the three I mentioned, I watched those two when my mum to show her and she was like, Oh my god, it's scary. It's spot on to him. So it, I think that's why I, I'm enjoying it a lot more yeah. since he came into it because I know someone like that. No, I, I my favourite character is Dennis. Yeah. And you'll know why you'll you'll see Oh I've no, seen... Dennis and Mac are my favourite favourites in the later seasons. Charlie's my favourite in the earlier seasons. Yeah. Um because they, they change so diff- I, I don't know. I Yeah, Dennis I don't I don't like, like Mac at the minute. Because he's a bit whiny. He's, he's a bit negative. He's like, still kind of... He actually stays whiny, but dude, season seven, Mac. Just yeah. you wait, honestly. You're going to be you're gonna be texting me like, what the actual fuck <laughs> is going on in this? This show is nuts. And then you think it's going to get nuts, and it yeah. gets even more nuts. Like, just... Yeah, you, I don't know. You just always seem... Country Mac is all I want to say. One. Country Mac. Right. Like, uh, the one where they find the uh, the Virgin Mary from the pipe bleak. Yeah. And you're just a bit moany in that, and I'm just like, ah. Oh. Really? Yeah, because he's a he's a Christian, isn't he? Mm. Yeah, exactly. Um, but you know what I mean? Oh, honestly, honestly, I can't wait to get yeah. to season seven, and then Country Mac is great as well. Honestly, it's my Country favorite episode. Mac. It's not what you think, mind. Yeah, and I I didn't like Dennis at first, but I'm I'm coming round to him now. But yeah, uh, like the episode where um where he becomes like a hippie to save the tree. Yeah, and you realize oh my how. God. Like petty he and yeah, yeah, he ends up buying that. Guy. But I was also rooting for him as well because that guy was a fucking proper douche. Oh, he was, but or like the, the bit where he just comes up and he's like, "Oh, that that shot, man, he's just disgusting." There's loads of those kind of shots, man. Where he's just yeah, like, he's just, just finished, like, and he's just like, "Oh, it's just, and he's like sweating and, like, and just skeezy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, I'm really enjoying it. Oh, he's a oh, he's a psychopath. <laughs> yeah, just you wait, man. Yeah. Uh, back to life of Brian. Um, 
what we were on last time. We didn't. We, we've talked over the alien bit, missed it all. We're now we've at, got lumps of it around the back. Yeah, we're in the last ten minutes probably. Yeah, the crucifixion. Yeah, good film that wasn't it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, hey, we we covered Monty Python. It's fine. We we done our Monty Python. Yeah, we did. We did. The show isn't about what the show is about. <laughs> By the way, if you haven't caught up with the six episodes we've done already, we don't yeah. actually focus on. Well, we do for the we first do. like twenty Half minutes. Hour, maybe. Yeah. We got we're dipping in and out. Yeah. Apart from last week, it was all Transformers and yeah. some David Khaled, David Khaled, oh and my God. Bad Boys, Bad uh, Boys, yeah. LA Cop Girls, LA Cop Girls, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> LA Cop Girls. What was I thinking? What was it called? LA's Finest. It wasn't that. Yeah, I mean, I was in the ballpark. Sort LA's of LA's Finest Cop Girls. Yeah, I mean, LA Cop Girls could be a spoof of LA's Finest. Spoofers, spoofers. Um. Would you go and see Spamlot, the Holy Grail musical, Monty Python? Yeah, ah, I'd love to go and see it. I didn't know. I didn't know Spamlot was that. Didn't I you? It, I thought Spamlot was something no else. No way. Ah, no. Yeah, it's, the, it's the, just the Holy Grail musical. Oh, like Eric Idle wrote it all. It's legit, man. It's really good. It's apparently. a little bit different. It's just a little bit different to the. Not was really. it pretty much the same as that? They even got the rabbit. Yeah, I think it's more or less the same. I they. There's different. They, they move songs around. Like always, like on the bright side is in it, obviously, because that's the fucking musical. Good yeah. songs in it. Yeah. Uh. So some of the songs from like other things are in it, and but apparently it's really good. But I've just never seen it myself. There's no videos or anything you can watch. Like there's no. Oh, there's clips on YouTube and stuff. I've seen like bits and pieces, but yeah, not the whole thing. I was holding it for someone. Just lie down. <laughs> it sucks. I think they should do that with more musicals. Um. For Phantom of the Opera's 25th anniversary, they filmed the live, like, the proper show and released it on Blu-ray and they done it with the sequel as well. Yeah. And I think they should do that with more musicals. I think there's money there. Oh, yeah. Like, if they filmed, like, uh, Lemmy's Rab, the live show, mm-hmm. uh, people would buy that. I'm pretty sure that some exist, man. Yeah, Well, they had, well, technically, remember that? Joseph and his amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. I did you watch that? Did you watch that? The Tim Rice, is it Tim Rice film? Um, oh, he did the music, didn't he? Obviously, I haven't seen the film now. Fuck, who is it? Um, you haven't seen it? It's like nineteen eighties, nineteen nineties. Oh, mate, I used to watch that as a kid all the time. It's amazing. Lloyd Webber done Joseph. Lloyd Webber, he directed. Andrew Lloyd Webber done the music. Yeah. Oh, that blonde woman. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, we had this on VHS. And it was a really cool VHS cover. It was like mm. it was like colourful and everything. It was awesome. Directed by David Mallet. Lyrics by Tim Rice and Tim music Rice by Andrew Lloyd Webber. Donny Osmond, yeah. That fucking guy. Oh no, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I fucking hate Donny Osmond. He's so cringy. Right. So we've talked about Batman Beyond. I think almost every week on this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're doing it. They're doing. It as part of the Arrowverse. Uh, I mean, we've spoken about it, obviously. Yeah. But for you guys, we're gonna act like we haven't. Yes, they're doing it in the Arrowverse. Uh, apparently, in the Final Crisis crossover, uh, and even better, Kevin Conroy is actually playing Bruce Wayne, like live action playing Bruce Wayne. We talked about this last week. We didn't. We we spoke about it on yeah. like Messenger, but we didn't talk about it on the cast. Okay. Um. That's sick, though. 
That's insane news. That's mad. Alex said, it seems like every week we talk about something and then... Something else happens, yeah. It happens. Um, I'm really excited for it because I I, I keep up with all the Arrowverse stuff just out of some weird commitment thing. Yeah. Like, I hate Arrow. I absolutely hate it. But I still watch it every week. Yeah. Uh, But I think it's just hope as well that it's going to get better. Mm -hmm. Every week I'm like, oh, this is the week where it's going to find his feet again <laughs> and i don't know if it's just that mentality or whether it it is gonna get better now but i feel like now felicity's out of it and there's only 10 episodes i feel like it probably is gonna be better and i'm very excited i, I wonder who they're gonna cast as terry mcginnis though yeah well that's pretty cool yeah kevin conroy first live action yeah Batman. smallville might be coming back for it i really hope that happens because i'll shit my pants well they do own, the- do they own CW is small, doesn't it? Yeah. They own all this. They, they teased it last crossover. So last crossover, obviously there's the Supergirl series and Yeah, that they that they bought, didn't they? Yeah. And, and they then... have a Superman in that. Now in the cro- uh the crossover, for whatever reason, Oliver and Flash need to go and get Supergirl. So they open a portal and then they start playing the Smallville theme, Save Me. And they go through it and it's like what? It's the Kent farm, like the actual Kent farm yeah. from Smallville. But then it's the Supergirls, Superman. So that kind of ruined it. But they've already sort of hinted at Smallville. Isn't Brandon and... Ruth coming back as Superman as well? Yeah, which is going to be interesting because he's also uh, Adam. Adam, yeah. Yeah, they're doing some big moves with this final crisis, which makes me think I think this could be the end of the Arrowverse altogether. And they'll just go back to their own separate... No, I don't think they'll be doing any more on CW. I think DC are going to go all in on HBO. I think they... Reckon? I think yeah. it's been the end of Arrow, man. Uh, well, End of Arrow's confirmed. I think there'll be one more season of Legends and one more season of Flash, and I think that'll be it then. Because uh, I think DC are going to put the foot down and go, right, let's go all in with HBO. Because, HBO. I mean, their streaming shows well, are much better than You've called CW it here, so if this uh, happens, you, yeah. you heard it here first. We knew about it all along. Yeah, called it year and now. Year and now. One more season of Flash, one more season, not including the seasons to come, Yeah. but one more season of Flash, one more Legends, and I think that's it then. And I think everything DC does will be... On HBO. And with the streaming service or whatever yeah. it fucking does with that. And like I said, because the quality of those shows are much better than the CW shows. Yeah. Like like I said, I'm not... Uh, Titans is, is a 6 out of 10 for me. and But that's still better than what fucking Arrow oh, and Flash yeah. are at the minute, you know? Uh, it's too teen drama. Fantastic. Yeah, it's too mellow drama. I just can't... I can't be bothered to deal with it. No, there's only true. so many... Play- there's only so many times you can play the... Oh, I can't be in a relationship because I'm a superhero card. And then... Oh, now I'm in a relationship, but she's got hurt. Do you mean that gets boring? You got that for two seasons. You play yeah. that once in two seasons, and that's it. You can't play it for fucking eight series. There's no way. Yeah. Because I think that's where Flash is starting to stumble. Because I think Flash was better for longer than what Arrow was. Oh, yeah, definitely. But again, I think, like, it doesn't know I what to do with they, Iris. I think it's because they had a bit more, like, ver- a variation in the villains as well. Yeah, the fresh, you know, but arrows just got like one Absolutely. kind of. I yeah, saying that, I think Land uh, Land Snart is an absolute highlight of the Arrowverse. Went oh with yeah, I think he kills it, and he steals series one of Legends. Uh, it's a shame he's not in it more. Yeah, um, 
and with the Constantine show as well, because that's part of the Arrowverse, but now it's being revived Yeah. on the DC, HBO, whatever thing it is. Okay. So may- maybe Flash will continue, but they'll move them. I I don't know, but I don't see I don't see a bright future for the CW and no. superheroes. It's just a shame because the casting's great. You could move yeah. them over, but then they're, just, they're getting older as well. Then so you'd have to cast someone a bit younger. It's not Ezra Miller. It's a Flash because nah. The yeah. best casting choices for the they they nailed it. The rest of them, I'm yeah. honest. I just don't see like it's Flash. Yeah. Um, Gal Gadot, great Wonder Woman. I. You know I mean. I'm ben Affleck, lukewarm. great Batman. Yeah. I've gagged up. Oh, my God. I can't wait for Wonder Woman 84. I was re- I really thought they were going to drop a trailer at Comic-Con. Didn't they? Or uh, even just a little tease, but... DC didn't do Comic-Con. No, they done fuck all. I mean, they announced what they were doing with the streaming service, but, but they had to do that. I think the pressure was on to for people to find out what was going on with that. Oh, yeah. Uh, and that's I mean. They'd done the TV stuff, but that's it. What else have I got? Um, Endgame. Another thing we talked about that's coming to fruition, Red Hulk. We spoke about Red Hulk uh, when we talked about World War Hulk. Yeah. I was explaining to you what, uh, about the sequel to Planet Hulk. Oh, yeah. And I was saying they could have done Red Hulk. And apparently there is a del- deleted scene of Red Hulk. No way. Yeah. I did not see that. Yeah. I, so, heard about, I saw a Red Hulk article, then there was a deleted scene. Yeah, because Kevin Feige he's come out and said there's going to be a, a, an Infinity Collection box set yeah. of obviously the whole MCU. Saga, like, yeah. And there'll be loads of deleted scenes in it, including really bad ones. Yeah. And one of those is apparently Red Hulk for Endgame. Shit so, me. Yeah. I'm interested in that. There you go. Yeah. I might get that saga. Be expensive, though. Oh, yeah, it's going to be a couple hundred. Well, 4K would be. Oh, I imagine 4K, the Blu-ray is yeah. probably like 100 quid. Oh no! Fuck off! It's like twenty-two films, man. One hundred fifty. I think you're tripping there. I'm pretty sure I no. The Game of Thrones one's like three hundred quid, and that's eight. Fuck yeah! Let's do it now. Right? How much do you think? Uh, we'll say how much we think it'll be, and then we can check. Out, we yeah. can check now. And um, I right. I think right. So standard Blu-ray. I think four hundred seventy-five. I'm gonna go for one hundred fifty. Yeah. Yeah. Four K. Four K. What? Oh. Ah, four K. I think you're talking six hundred or five nine nine. I'm thinking three hundred. Ah, man. Um, I don't know, man. And DVD then would be about seventy-five to one hundred pound. That's a lot of films. Or fifty quid. It's a lot of films, man. We're gonna find out now. I know, but they bundle them really cheap, man. I don't know, and because it's the collection thing, the hype. I don't know. I think it's going to be pricey. I can't find any right now. Right. So for the first ten years on standard DVD, yeah, is fifty pound, and that's just for the first ten years on DVD. Yeah, but that's that's, that's only missing uh, Endgame and Far From Home. But still, that standard DVD fifty pound. Right. So it goes up to Guardians Volume Two. Yeah. I don't know, man. I th- I th- I think. Uh, I don't think you've called it right. You don't think I called it right? Nah. Well, we'll find out. I'm feeling I am feeling confident. Well, you heard it here first. We guess the prices for the Infinity Saga. Yeah. That's where it's come to. Uh, did you see the trailer for the Blair Witch VR game? No. No? I was wondering, if you could make any horror movie 
into a VR game, what would you choose? Because have you played um, the Friday the Thirteenth game? And I was it Dead by Daylight or Dead? I played a little bit. Called? Yeah, there's like a free play thing on Xbox. I played the Friday Thirteenth. I enjoy it for like half hour. I enjoy like two or yeah, three right. games. A little novelty game, it's, like it? yeah, it's boring. I bet it's a lot more fun with a party of you. Oh yeah, um, Dead by Dead. Dead by Daylight's the same thing in it, like you. Yeah, you, but I think Dead by Daylight isn't as good as Friday the Thirteenth. It obviously has got more variety in characters, but the mechanics and the gameplay I think are not even as good as Friday the Thirteenth. I mean, it's not as I think like you can't hide, and I don't think the the missions are as good. Yeah. Uh, but the Blair Witch one looks really interesting. Uh, yes, yeah, so I was wondering if you could make any horror film into a VR game, what would it be? Ooh. Um. A Nightmare on Elmer Street would be nice. Nightmare on Elmer Street would be a good one. Trying to escape dreams. How visual you could do that. Scary, dirty bitch. Scary, dirty bitch. Um, run, but yeah, you can't hide. maybe Nightmare on Elmer Street just purely because you could do some weird, fucked up, hallucinogenic thing stuff. stuff. Yeah, like make it all dream sequence. Like, oh, that'd, be, that'd be stunning. And then obviously, but do that like as VR technology gets better as well, because mm. like make it really look. You know, imagine VR technology looking what games look like now. Because obviously, have you seen with yeah. the hands and stuff? I oh, the know. Blair Witch one looks really good, to be fair. Do I they still have, like, floating arms as well? Or I, d- I didn't notice. I think no, you can get rid of that, actually, I reckon. No. Yeah, I don't think it does. Um, I'm not sure whether, like, they, f- like, literally filmed people, walk, like, walking through a forest and then, like, digitally rendered it or something. But yeah. it looks really, really good. Because um, I would think, I would, well, I would pick either, either it, but obviously not as, like, it in fucking dairy but a game where it is just like pennywise is just yeah like a slender man type thing but with it yeah um or hellraiser i'd like a hellraiser one but like like as you said as vr gets better yeah yeah like like the box with all like the chains and yeah yeah i think it'd be really cool um but nowhere else she's really like you said because there's hallucinogenic stuff you can play some really mad like, like, like you could do like, like that's why I wish um in the Batman series with the Scarecrow, yeah, like yeah, like I wish they were I, w- I wish they were a bit better mm. than that. Like I want to play Batman now. Goddamn, I haven't played the Arkham games in ages. I want to play Arkham. I want to finish off Arkham Knight again. Oh, I d- I I didn't like Arkham Knight. It's too much Batmobile. Right, take the Batmobile like forced missions out of it. Yeah, and then you got like then you got like of a you, game. you got you got like a me. You know you got no. I mean like if they had other things instead. That would be the best Batman game, wouldn't it? The get the no, I disagree. You, do you like, do you like the gameplay, and the Batman same as every other game. Yeah, but it's, it was tighter. I felt like it was like he, and he nah. looked, he, it looks better as well. No, nah, I think Arkham Asylum and Arkham City is is peak. I think that's that's the best one. Uh yeah. Uh, e- really? Even the missions without the Batmobile weren't great. Like uh, I remember fighting Two Face in the bank as a boss mission. It was shit. Uh, I remember doing Penguin with Nightwing, and that was shit boring. I mean, the story was good. No, I, I mean, I, did I mean, like the story, I other mean, than the actual Arkham Knight stuff, like the Joker stuff, I thought was really good. No, I mean, like how it played, like, and it looked better. It looked, it looked amazing. better. No, yeah, it did. Look and they added a lot more stuff to it. Like, did you like some of the Riddler challenges with the with the Batmobile? I thought they were quite good. Uh, yeah, they I were gave quite up tricky on them as well. About, I I gave up on a specific one. Um. And that's me. I don't like that they link that in with Catwoman. Just fucking let her do her own thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't. Didn't I'm not a big fan of Arkham Knight. Is Arkham City the one you play as Catwoman as well? Yeah. 
Yeah, I want to. I want a Catwoman. I would like a Catwoman game. I'd like a Catwoman game. There was one that came up with the Harley Berry movie. Yeah. I, oh, it I wasn't actually, very good. I liked it. I liked it as like a you know. Yeah, I liked I, some I, know, I didn't like it. It was restrictive, but you know, um, it was a bit of fun. Like, yeah. Right. What well, best video game movie tie-ins then? Oh, um, I really liked Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith was really good. Oh my god. And you had the arena mode where you could just fight as as two uh, yep. characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Revenge of the Sith was r- amazing. Oh, I haven't played that in ages. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, what's and any other good? Um, Revenge of the Sith is really good one. Spider Man uh, Two. I don't know if well, I don't know if that really counts, but no, it does. Mm, yeah, I suppose uh, it's probably the greatest. Actually, it's probably the greatest. Yeah, that was my favorite. I remember knocking my tooth out while playing that game. <laughs> what? Yeah. Like, um, did you hit yourself with the controller or what? No, I don't remember. It, well, I do remember. I just don't remember how the tough fell like out. How it happened, yeah. I was playing it and obviously we were, me and me and Lauren were playing it and obviously in the background we had Hero from the first film playing <laughs> on repeat. It's not even Nickelback, it's just him. It's Chad Grower, yeah. Um, that's yeah. a good song though. It is good, right? Too. So that's always playing. I don't repeat, get the right? back because obviously right. you need you need to feel you need to be in the mode for Spider Man. So you're like, all right, what's better? What's the get you in the mode more? Chuck Hero on repeat. Man, you must right. have been so young then as well. Um, I was I was young when Spider Man about eight. Come out. Christ. Um. And um, yeah, I was just playing it, and I was like, "What's that? Dripping blood?" <laughs> and my tooth was in my lap. Uh, maybe it was just loosening it just fell out, Henry, because it sounds like you were about that age. Yeah. But still, I that's how I remember that. Like, like did you, quite, did quite did you ever play the though. Matrix one? Um, End of the Matrix. That's not a tie-in, but it is a good fucking game. I love that. Did you play game. Path of Neo? No, I didn't. I didn't like it. Honestly, I got stuck and I was like, no, nah, fuck this. Yeah, I no, I didn't it. play it. I don't know why. Because I loved End of the Matrix. That was, was amazing. amazing. Yeah. Um, I played both characters right up until uh, the mission where you're flying the ship. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't do it. I don't know if it, like the game was scratched or something, but it just it would not fucking do anything because you're supposed to use the MP to yeah blast them, but I'm just hitting the button to do it. it just wouldn't do it. Oh, that was so. really hard. That the 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 um the sentinels. Yeah. Oh, it was so that, hard. That was where I got to, and then I just couldn't get. Anything I used to get stuck that. on the twins chasing you in the car. Yeah, that yeah. that was harder depending on if you ghost an IOB because which whichever one drives, I couldn't do. Oh, I, I I nailed it with the driving in the end. I, I did it. Like I said, I, I got to that point with both of them where it went on the ship, whichever part I was doing. I just couldn't do it as either of them. Yeah. Uh, but I always found the driving missions way harder because I, uh, I think Ghost does all the driving, doesn't he? Yeah. So I think I then, my OB just play through like maybe two or three times up until that mission. And then I started doing Ghost then. I, I yeah. want to start collecting Xbox games now. That's what I want to do. Yeah, some bangers out there. Yeah, no, there's loads I used to own, right? And I just sell them and give yeah, them. Yeah, you regret. There's some it, I never sold. Never saw any of my Tony Hawks. Never, never sell Tony Hawk games. Oh, man, Underground Two fun. was Underground Two was my first one I ever played. Yeah. Um. Because obviously, I know Pro Skate. I would have been. Yeah. Not too young, but do you know what I mean? Like, I think my, I my first one was Pro Skater 4. Oh, no, maybe Pro Skater 4, actually. Oh, no, Underground no, 2, I no, owned the first the time. The first one I played was whichever one Darth Maul was in. Darth Maul was a, a number three, character. I think. Yeah, number three then. Um, 
Or maybe not, I don't know. I played them all, but my favourite one is just American Wasteland. That really? game is phenomenal. Yeah, I love it. I love that reminds it. me of going out skating with Macaulay and stuff like this. Yeah, like, like I love the, the graphic style. The soundtrack is amazing. I always find Underground 2 is my favourite just because the soundtrack and the whole jackass vibe of it. Uh, it, felt, it felt that, grittier. That's it. See, I didn't like those types of missions. I think American Wasteland changed it to more of a story-based thing. Yeah. And I, I preferred that. They were good games, man. Honestly, oh, yeah. I think American Wasteland was the last good one. Like no, the, I think... the great, uh, the great one, like the amazing ones, oh, yeah, the ones I'd recommend. Like um, Project Eight, Project was fun, Eight was alright, but yeah. like they tried to implement. I that, think like, the problem with Project thing. Eight was Skate come out as well. No, I was uh, was it? Yeah, Project thought, Eight and Skate was come out this, around mm-hmm. the same time. Skate and was amazing. Skate was much better. Skate Two was the best one. Yeah, hands down. Oh yeah, I didn't skate like Skate Three. Three. Skate Three was good, but it made it felt like a bit too. Yeah, they changed something. Yeah, I, it it played a bit better. I don't know, but the I like Skate seemed Two. A little bit more seems a bit well. more like urban. It was pretty yeah. cool. Like, like oh, Skate Two was phenomenal. Like game, Skate One was good, but you couldn't do the high camera, and I hated doing that low camera. Yeah, I don't I know. I don't know what it was. It. Skate Three, it just didn't click with me. I don't know what it, what was missing, or I don't know. It just felt strange. Something was off. Yeah, but yeah, Skate Two, fantastic. And I think what that's a why. Cracking I, game. Towing York started to have his problems. Just have his problems. Proving Ground was... Didn't play that one. That's when I stopped playing then. Proving Ground, I think. Which one? That um, was the first 360. No. Project 8 was on 360 as well, but it was like late and then... I feel like I remember playing Proving Ground, but I, I can't remember anything about yeah, it. Yeah, I played the demo. I think that was all and I played. I, had, I got that one as well where it came with a board and that was wank. That was awful. Oh, and then I, I don't yeah. know if we'd done anything after that. They should bring Skate back, though. Oh yeah, we need Skate Four. I don't think we it's need been any years, more Tony Hawk's. Been years. It's been almost skate. ten years since Skate yeah. Three. Man, Darth Maul. Yeah, uh, Pro Skate Three. Yeah, Pro Skate Three was my first one then. Yeah, maybe. Uh mine might have been four actually. I think I, I think I owned Underground Two, but I played four yeah. with my uncle. Because obviously, I was like, you know, four came out like two thousand two or something. I don't know. Decent. <laughs> oh, yeah. I I. Oh, no, never mind, that was fucking Project 8. I was going to say something from Proving Ground, but I don't think it is. I remember something where Bam steals your wallet. And then no you've got to go to like a museum and steal your wallet back from him. I can't remember which mm. one it is. No idea. I might be in Proving Ground then. Yeah, I want to see if I can find it. I, I, I can't remember if it was Project 8, though, because I played them both. Proving Ground. It was, there. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, that that's the only thing I remember from Proving Ground. And that's Sweet. it for another episode of The Conversation Is Podcast. I've been Charlie Pitson. And I've been Ash Hughes. And thanks for listening. Bye.